jasmine, oolong, green, and white. Long ago, these four teas were skillfully brewed at the Blissful Brew. Then, everything changed when the shop's popularity threatened its existence. All Mr. Okoron, the shop's owner and tea master, could do was to recruit four teenage orphans to learn his trade and staff his shop. A year has passed since the orphans were hired, and although their skills have progressed, they still have a lot to learn before they can brew anything. But I believe that they have the potential to make the Blissful Brew the greatest tea shop in the world. Welcome everybody back to another episode of what? Benders and Brews. Uh, we're doing a little bit of a Session Zero Season 2 kickoff to kind of jump into something that we kind of missed doing along the way, which is uh, character growth, which is obviously a big part of Avatar Legends. That's how you essentially quote-unquote level up during the game. Um, so we wanted to do kind of a little pre-season two episode to discuss what growth each character has kind of come across and discuss that and get that all put into our character sheets so um i i mean we were just talking to uh michaela aka mika about hers and it sounded like we had some ideas so we can start with hers michaela uh mika's growth question as the rogue is did you get a friend to join in or approve of any of your bad habits um my initial reaction was no but we all know that wasn't true yeah, that's a lie well because you know i got i got the whole group gang to go with me to the who was I don't remember the family's name. I just remember the butler. The Shifu, Shifu family. Oh, yeah. yeah the Shifu, you Shifu. broke into the Shifu family house. You got everybody into the Shifu family house. I did. I, I don't know if technically it counts like per instance. I mean, it was one situate, one quote unquote bad habit of breaking in and you got everybody to do it. So I don't know. But whatever the case, uh, let me see. Were there any other situations where Mika did something... I mean, that was definitely her highlight, for sure. I mean, she had lots of highlights, <laughs> Fair point, fair <laughs> point. Um, whatever the case, I mean, assuming that we count it per instance, that would have meant that you tricked one, two, three people at least. Not tricked. You got three people to follow along with your, your trouble causing. Um, technically, your growth is four, but I do feel like by the end of seasons... Everybody should level up, in a sense, per se. Um, and I'm sure there's something that we're probably forgetting. I don't know. I just really feel like there might have been one other instance. Uh, maybe we kind of jokingly mentioned Chikra and how you kind of like, in a weird sense, like tricked her that you were joining their group and like, I don't know, led her astray. So, I mean, in a way. Well, yeah, and then Broccoli, we pretended to be hot leaf people oh that's true that's true you infiltrated yeah hot leaf juice so yeah that would be a that we would be a good fourth town one and stole the ingredient list awesome yeah so yeah i would say yeah you definitely got broccoli involved i can play a rogue there you go <laughs> fair <laughs> point fair point all right so you now have an option as your growth advancement you have a couple of options in there you can take a new move from your playbook you can take a new move from somebody else's playbook you can raise a stat by plus one to a maximum of plus two. You can shift your center one step, 
or you can unlock your moment of balance. And just to clarify, your moment of balance is going to be some moment where you essentially, well, I can just read what your moment of balance says. It says you learned early on that you had to do what you needed to survive. And that sometimes meant uh, you lost friends. Now you have a new balance. Rule breaking isn't something that just drives people away. It's something that you can use constructively with your friends. So you would tell me how you lead your companions to break all the rules and accomplish something incredible. It's a one-time use, but it's it's big. So I'm gonna let you, I'll let you think about it and figure out what, what of those options that you wanna choose. So you can see that they have boxes next to them except for the raises stat. I, I think you only get that one once. Actually, no, you get that one as many times as you want. Um, but obviously you'd be sacrificing the other the other options there. But I'm gonna let you think on that and then we'll jump over to, to Cameron while you think about it. So Cameron, you're playing uh, Bill Dorr, who is the guardian. And your question is, did you pursue a desire or a goal of your own that was outside of protecting others? Uh... Not that I can think of. I'm trying to think. I mean, a lot of it was driven, for sure, uh, by the concept of, you know, helping others. Yeah, I can't think of anything. Because at the end of the day, all everything that drove Bill Door was regarding either protecting or helping his friends or protecting them or something that would help the shop and Mr. Okron. I don't think he ever did something for himself. I'm looking through the episode titles. Which I guess means he never even grew. So <laughs> he never grew at all. You did something for yourself? Yeah. When, when did Bill ever do anything for himself? Exactly. <laughs> See? Okay, so it's pretty clear, Bill. You made yourself a sandwich. I Oh, yeah, you oh. did make yourself a sandwich. That's true when you guys oh, broke yeah, into the that's house. Right. That's a good point. But yeah, but then it, okay. Well, yeah. I mean, it was I mean, literally was outside of the mission. Like, everybody else was trying to accomplish something, and Bill Dar was just, <laughs> just chilling in the kitchen I, making a sandwich. Yeah, you literally didn't check on anybody. You're just like, mm, well, no, because after nice. the sandwich, then I proceeded to help Mika out of a situation. Wait, I don't right. think I helped I Mika. Think I think I literally cool. just walked right past the dude while eating yeah. a sandwich. And just you literally left. walked in, made a sandwich, and walked out and just, <laughs> just said peace to the butler as you left. And grabbed my bow staff <laughs> on the way out. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah I guess just one time, yes. Okay, that's that's <laughs> one. <laughs> I can't think of any other. He's a strong, independent man. Um, he doesn't need no woman. Oh, it's, not, it's not really independent, though, because all of his actions are based on other people. So it's the opposite of independent, like which is you why made I guess. A sandwich. You didn't need a woman in the kitchen doing it for you. If I knew there was a butler, you <laughs> <laughs> could make the butler do it. Um, I'm trying to think back to. Oh, that was more Guo's idea, I guess, with the wine and the tea. So he and the maze. We I went left and he just went right. That's not really an individual choice because I was I looking mean, for was. stuff in the maze. I suppose he was, yeah, you were trying to find something. My goal of the maze was to help the shop. That's yeah. why I was in the maze. That's true. That's true. Uh, and even if you don't do this now and you only got one out of the four, I feel like given the fact that Mr. Ogron is dead, 
Yeah, if you haven't watched season one, I hope they're not like, oh, they made two session zeros. I better listen to those first. Like, no. Well, I mean, I this feels like a late point to say if you haven't listened to season one, be sure to listen to season one so you can find out how Mr. Okaron dies. Um, and who Mr. Oak is this guy? <laughs> well, who any of us are, really. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Um, whatever the case, uh, I think that now that Mr. Okaron has passed on, I think it'll open up a lot more opportunity for Bill Dorr to step outside of this idea of protecting other people and maybe focus on, even if they might be, you know, maybe a darker concept of what Bill wants. There will be more of what what Bill possibly wants. So, uh, all right. Well, whatever the case, we will we'll just have to come back to Bill Door on on growth and such and growth options. So, um, some of these are a bit tricky. I'm not gonna lie. Um, Dave playing Guohan. Uh, you were playing the adamant, and the adamant's growth question is: Did you seek support or guidance from others? Ooh. I'd say yeah. Okay. Um, trying to think when we, Guo was with Bill at the party. True. Um, trying to figure out what to do to prepare. We just, I asked him like, what are, what should we do? And he's just like, let's just get ready to serve some tea. Get some tea going. Um, I don't remember though. No, I mean. I think you you definitely especially like even when you were doing something that was really like you forward like the YMT and stuff. I mean, you were turning to Bill and being like, "We got to work together on this. Like, what are your thoughts? How can we get this moving or how can we do this uh correctly?" So, I would definitely agree that 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 would be uh a situation that would fill this growth for sure. Let's see, I'm trying to think. I, again, I'm looking through like the the <laughs> descriptions and stuff just uh, to like see the a details. Big, a big moment where Guo sought the support from others was when he made an appeal, an emotional appeal to the neighborhood. Oh yeah! Tried to get them to join in to save the tea shop, and he succeeded too because they got like real worked up and everything. That yeah, was awesome. They, they did a flash. Mob. They did a stomp. Yeah. So that's true. That's true. Mm -hmm. I now okay, so I guess that would be an instance where I wouldn't count each individual <laughs> <laughs> like Dave just fully leveled his character in one go because he encouraged a whole town of people to join in on a fight. Um, do you feel like that because that's a good one, so definitely mark that down. Do you ever feel like there was an instance where you kind of got anything from Mr. Okaron? That might have pushed Guo. Guess I can't really think of anything on top of that. I don't see. I don't see too much, honestly. What else? Okay, so, well, that's, did we have, how many did we get out of that? Did we get two? Yeah, two. Okay, so we got two instances out of that. 
Does that mean it gets two growth points? Yes, two two of those boxes next to the the growth options. Sick. All right. Finally, we're coming to Connor, who is playing Brock Lee, who is the hammer. And your growth question is, did you make progress towards your goal against your adversary? Now, previously, if you listened to the prequel episodes, you would know that Brock Lee's adversary is Wang Long. That's yeah. sort of his long-term adversary. But it does mention that the, um, he does have the option to switch adversaries along the way, which makes sense. You're going to have long-term and short-term adversaries. Wang Long didn't make an appearance in season one outside of the prequel episodes. Um, so villains you would have had or adversaries you might have had during season one would have probably been the wild coyote boars and madam yang madam yang and yeah. those those would probably be the big two yeah so I uh, would, yeah go ahead i mean i'd say i made a few advances towards you know taking them down and there is you know sinking madam yang into the ground that's a solid one shutting the lid yep um, nearly killing her <laughs> well then there's also chikra when i incapacitated her right i'll right. say <laughs> and that um if you count that whole other scuffle with the white wild coyote boars i was the one who had to do the final negotiations with the last wild coyote boar right um so that if you count those as two separate ones i would say that's three so that's a total of three yeah that works um, do we count the rescue mission of Dilbert when I went into the basement and rescued Dilbert? Mm, I Is say he? Yes. His yeah. family. Yeah, but family. I don't. Well, who was the adversary then? I don't. Know. Maybe the it was basement. Sebastian. <laughs> so it, it it does say that when you change your adversary. Yes. Um, let me see where it says. You can change your adver- adversary anytime you mark a condition. Mm. or at the end of each session okay so i could definitely jump on the other two um i don't know if i can see the butler having given you reason to (laughs) create him as an adversary true um but i i definitely think those other three fit cool cool um does it have to be a direct attack against them because we could also consider launching the hot leaf juice people's tea into the maze would it be a, at least a hindrance to them i would su- i would suppose it says progress towards your goal against your adversary and I your goal in, was to to kind of upstage kind of, yeah ruin their juice. situation and then there was also when i shattered their gl- their glasses right right I would say the the, whole party thing is like, yeah, the whole party thing is one. Yeah. So I could see that. And then that would hit your four, which could push you to one of your advancements. Sick. All right. So while you decide on that, I'll jump back over to Michaela. Michaela, which one, which one did you pick? Um, Where's your book at? in the other room so we're gonna need that to look at other playbooks if that's what you want oh yeah that's true you'll want both books washing tongs as well washing tongs tongs. so how do we learn new fighting techniques yeah so you don't 
those will be done through like in-game discovery so like you might find like scrolls or a teacher that you could work with and spend time learning to gain new techniques and then to advance in the ones that we already know right uh same i think same situation yeah gotcha so since i had in my case when i had four does that mean i can choose two of them and have two little boxes next to them or does that mean that i have to go through it fully twice and right. do it once yeah yeah oh okay I'm gonna do um take a move from my playbook. Okay. So one of those moves on the first page, there's all the different options there. Which one did you take originally? Just so I remember. Um, I gotta choose two. Right. So my original ones were roguish charm. Okay. And is that the best you got? Got it. Okay. And then which one are you going to choose now? Slippery Eel Hound. Slippery Eel Hound. All right. That sounds great. So now that you've picked that out, uh, we will probably possibly see that come into play in season two. Connor, jumping over to you. Yeah. What, looking through those options, what were you thinking of taking? Um, I was thinking of raising stats. Okay. And so if I got all four, does that just mean I can only do it once, though? So you can do it as many times as you want. Oh. Once you reach your, your four growth, you can go up there and raise a stat. The only, like, limitation <laughs> is that any stat can only be at a plus two. Yes, Connor. So I can raise multiple stats? <laughs> no, 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 no. no. Like the you answer to your question one. is just you get one. Yeah. Okay, so I get one. Yeah. All right, so I am adding one to passion, so I'm now plus two passion. Nice, nice. All right. And with that being done, um, we're going to close out session zero there. Um, be sure to check out season two as we'll be actually looking at these characters and seeing where they go from here with their newfound skills or seeing their growth along the way. So we will see you guys in episode one of season two. Thank you so much for listening to our show. Of course, don't forget to follow or subscribe to our podcast through whatever podcast site that you're using, such as iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, and others. Additionally, you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Just look for the social media icons. Following us on social media gives you access to all news, announcements, and of course, new episodes as they are released. You can check out our website, bendersandbrews.com, which will feature all of our episodes as well as news, announcements, and even cool character and player profiles. It's a great hub of information for the Benders and Brews podcast. And finally, we would be truly humbled if you would be willing to take the time to leave us a review if your podcast site allows you to do so, such as on iTunes. Or in the case of YouTube, you can hit the like and subscribe button and drop us a comment. Tell us about what you thought about our podcast episodes. It sure would mean a lot to us. Avatar Legends is a tabletop role-playing game created by Magpie Games. Nickelodeon, Avatar, and all related titles, logos, and characters are trademarks of Viacom International Inc. All rights reserved. I also want to thank the following artists who you can find on Fiverr for their amazing creative work on this podcast. 
Character art was done by Alicio Papadraw. Background art by Kenichi. Music by Joe Tim's 215. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode.